Patrick, you know the Pope listens. Dynasty, our religion, for the blokes missing. On all of these trades, on all of these plays, on all of these grades. By the end of the day, y'all getting played. So, what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex? Send the homie a text? That trash offers the best? You try to make it complex? Then they text you back, now all of a sudden they don't make any sense? <laughs> Broaden your horizons, boy. Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy. These trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I'll always be traded. And I'll always be traded. And I'll always be trading. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Bait Fish. What is up, Fantasyland? Welcome back to the GOAT District for a Thursday, special Thursday, actually. Uh, our guest tonight, Kev, in for the first weekend tailgate. We had the Thursday tailgate earlier today at noon. Myself and the Harris Snowman went di- a little deep dive in tonight's game. So if you haven't seen that, go check that out on this GOAT, te- Goat District channel. Tonight, we're going to cover basically the rest of the weekend uh, and I bring in one of the best, one of my favorite dudes in fantasy land, Kev Wheeler at FF underscore Wheeler. You know him from the 33rd team, one of the best rankers out there, one of the best fantasy players out there. Kev, always a blast to have you, man. Appreciate you jumping on tonight. Always a blast to be here, man. You know, I'll never shoot you down. <laughs> nice, nice. So lots to cover tonight. A lot of injuries, as you guys know. Uh, for the new people, welcome. Basically, what we're doing tonight is we're going to look at player news injury updates, uh, you know, roster changes, anything like that, matchups, little tidbits that we can give you guys to, you know, while you're setting your lineups, whether you're doing DFS, fantasy, dynasty, whatever it is, even prop bets, we'll try to hit on those as well. Look at some lines uh, as we comb through. Make sure you are um, subscribed to the podcast, the Goat District podcast, and check us out every Tuesday night on the Player Profiler Network at 9 p.m. Eastern live Big game tonight, Casey and Denver. As I said, if you want the details on that one, go check out our show from earlier today. Tonight, Kev, let's get right into it. One of the, you know, I think one of people's favorite darlings, I guess you could call it, coming into the season, the, the, the Detroit Tigers. Um, certainly one of the best right now, top five in scoring, one of the top teams in the NFC. And one of their best receivers was looking a little iffy with an abdomen. He's been upgraded as a full participant in Thursday's practice. And then his teammate, rookie Sam Laporta, who we all love, uh, especially here in the district, he's been ripping it up. He's got a calf injury. He did not practice today. Any input on either of those guys? How are your thoughts, uh, Detroit in Tampa this week for an afternoon slate? I mean, you always have to start ARSB. Um He's my wide receiver nine this week. You know, even if he's 90%, especially with Laporta out, like I might even have to move him up higher with Laporta out. I just don't know who I'm going to move him ahead of. Um, But And I'm assuming Laporta is out when you get a did not practice on Thursday. On Thursday, All of a sudden, that doesn't look good. Um, You know, Laporta has been fantastic, man. He's the tight end one on the season and – uh, tight end three in points per game. Can't deny it. Like, I, I think I put him as my top tight end in the rest of the season rankings. But, you know, he's, if he's hurt, what are you going to do? Definitely start ARSB. Um, 
you can start start Josh Reynolds too. You know, if you need to flex wide receiver three type. But uh, yeah, it sucks. So if Laporte is hurt, uh, hopefully it's just one game. You know, hopefully it's I, one I, game. And look, and keep the, an eye in the on NFL. It. Everybody's hurt a game, right? <laughs> and keep an eye on it. I mean, there's still Friday. Right. Depending on, on if, if he does there maybe uh, step on, especially if he gets on the field and he's not limited, uh, that's a really good sign. But if he's not on the field or he is very limited uh, in practice tomorrow, then that's where I think uh, you really got to worry. I mean, if he does play, I guess you got to judge it. But like he probably still is startable, um, you know, at, at that point, like if you're talking about low and tight end one, you're just crossing your fingers for a touchdown. I mean, there hasn't been a single tight end this year that separated themselves really. Do you like uh, gangbusters? You, so you said you have them ninth right now in your rankings for the week. That's Amon Ra uh, Laporta. I had I think as my tight end three, oh, two or three. Yeah. I was debating two or three tight end this week. I actually was going to put him as my tight end one, but then I realized Travis Kelsey as Denver and Taylor Swift is going to be there. That'll help with your algorithm. I knew um, you'd be on top of that. I knew you'd be on top of that, Kev. <laughs> I don't even like Taylor Swift, but you know, it, as long as she's affecting just... football, I'm cool with it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. If if she, like you said, if she's giving us more fantasy yeah. points just by yeah. being there, she, I'm she all for it. She gives us more clicks or whatever. We're cool with that for sure. Um, yeah, but I I think I I'm assuming Laporta. Well, I actually I moved him just to tight end seven. Um, yeah. Who are some guys you have just ahead of him? Uh, Waller, Ingram. Actually, I have Logan Thomas ahead of him. I have Logan yeah, Thomas behind this. Logan, Logan popped off. He's a guy I was picking up early this offseason in my tight end prem leagues where maybe the tight end was not necessarily uh, – and he finally popped. Yeah, and he's got Atlanta this week. Who's, Atlanta's defense is great against everything except the tight end. So not that the matchups always work. In fact, this season they see, haven't seemed to really. But we don't have enough – data really i mean well now that we have five games we're starting to have enough data that we can tell who's weak against certain positions and who's stronger but um yeah so i have logan thomas pretty high this week and i still have laporta ahead of kittle just because cleveland's defense is pretty strong across the board and uh the scoring should actually be fairly down for that game i don't expect cleveland to score much at all if uh watson isn't gonna play we'll get right back this high win rate fantasy football content right after this word from our sponsors. And we're back. So just going back to Detroit, uh, three point favorites right now in Tampa, 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 a bit of a surprise uh, this year. Over under on that one is 42. Um, You're talking what, Cleveland? Yeah, uh, it was just talking about having Laporta ahead of Kittle still, talking about San Francisco. Okay. Probably going to clobber Cleveland, Cleveland, but um, Ten point I favorites. expect it overall to be low scoring. So it's something like 24 to 3, something ridiculous like that. Right now, the over under is 36 and a half. So definitely uh, Vegas agrees is going to be a low one. Yeah. Uh, let's go Cincinnati who bounced back a bit. Um, they are at home to Seattle. Who's coming off of a bye this week. You got T Higgins looks promising. He says he's ready to play. And I believe he was, uh, even full participant in pads today. 
Um, so we expect him back. What are your thoughts on Higgins? What are your thoughts on the Bengals? Are we seeing the turnaround? Is that what we should expect moving forward? Is this offense getting back on top um, on top of it? Or was that kind of uh, just matchup dependent last week? What are your thoughts on T. Higgins and this offense as a whole? I mean, it revolves around um, Burrow's calf, really. Uh, right before last week's game, he said he was fully healthy. I didn't believe it. Um, <laughs> I guess I should have. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, but it, it it revolves around that, right? Like, yeah, there was probably it was probably a good matchup on top of it. But um, who does you you just said it to? Um, who are they playing this week? Uh, Seattle. Yeah, the Seattle's pretty weak against the pass. I actually had Jamar um, ranked as my number two behind Hill. Um, but I will have Higgins now if he's definitely going to play. Where do I have him? I have him fairly low, just because I don't think he gets. A ton of usage. I think they work him in kind of slow. I, I don't think they want him going all out this game. I can't even find him. I got to move him up. Apparently, yeah. I still have him but pretty see, low because I'm just not positive he's going to be in. But if he's Seattle, definitely playing, if it helps your your ranking here, Seattle thirtieth against the passing right, um, right. passing yards per game right now. Yeah. So if he plays. And I, you'd ha- I would have to judge how healthy he really is. If he's getting full targets, uh, he's probably wide receiver 18, 19 in that Pittman, Debo, Samuel range. Um, okay. But, you know, like coming off an injury, I don't like I don't like ranking guys super high coming off injury. Um, I just think the likelihood of a touchdown is lower if they do. If they end up in a shootout, it'll work out. But if they end up dominating you might see less higgins if that makes sense um they still have tyler boyd and a whole cast and crew of characters that they haven't really truly utilized yet herb smith um so yeah i could see him i could see moving him up to as high as 18 but um i probably will have him somewhere in the mid-20s range so like start him as a wide receiver three or a flex yeah, and I mean, if you're in that position, that's a pretty good spot to be in. If, if right, you're right, flex right. your wide receiver three, because he was going in those top, you know, that two three turn um, in drafts this offseason. Let's go to New York, going to Buffalo right now. Uh, Fourteen and a half, the spread right now, favorite Buffalo at home against a New York Giants team that just looks like they're not with much hope in sight. Anyways, they've got Barkley coming back. It seems like um, coming off of the ankle, he did practice Thursday. And I believe I did see that Daniel Jones is very possible to miss uh, towards missing uh, this Sunday night matchup. And then on the other side of the ball, you've got Kincaid. You know, we talked about Laporta. I'm sure those Kincaid drafters may be having buyer's remorse five weeks in, but Kincaid and Knox both limited in practice today. Yeah, so the Kincaid Knox, like, like they're just splitting targets. You know, they're, they're essentially playing two different positions with uh, Knox in line and Kincaid in the slot, but there's only so many targets to go around. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they each get four or five targets. Maybe one gets in the end zone. If one of them is out, the other should benefit, but they are still in the – where do I know? Oh, they're low. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't have that, either one of them in the starting position. They're both around – uh, tight end 20, but that's factoring in their injuries too. So let's go. Um, Traylon Burks, I mean, he hasn't done much yet this year, but you've got uh, Baltimore 
who I believe left early. I think they went up to London on Monday, uh, early in the week anyways. And then you've got on the other side of the ball, Tennessee, who is going up on the red eye on Thursday night, Kev. I don't know, man. If I'm if I'm traveling, playing a sport, playing a big game, especially if it's across the pond, I don't mind getting there early, getting used to the time change, the you know my environment. What are your thoughts on that? I know it's kind of a split topic in the NFL right now with teams going kind of last minute, or do they go ahead of time? Uh, you know, Jacksonville was there a lot for an extra week, and they looked all right last weekend. I mean, I think going far ahead of time is a much better idea. Um, getting acclimated to the time change like i guess you can do it from home and adjust on the plane put it this way the one of the biggest home field advantages doesn't actually come from being playing on your home field it comes from the fact that the other team is traveling and these guys are so banged up that that air travel especially extended air travel is going to make their bodies swell up um, and the joints that are hurt and injured and bumped and bruises, they're all going to be magnified going to that game. So if you if you roll in there a day or two ahead of time, I don't know if that's enough time, especially going all the way to London to get acclimated. Um, so that's my thoughts on it. Like if, if I if I were going to London to play a game, I'd want to go immediately after my last game. And the Ravens are favored right now by four, which kind of like that side. Um I might even might even put a little something on Baltimore just being the first to score, you know, just kind of being more ready for this game. I, th- I think Lamar is pretty pissed off about last week too. And and exactly the comeback, right? The 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 kind of uh, let's get the, the train back on the tracks type of game. Like the, what I was looking at that game the whole time, I'm going Lamar looks horrible. But then I look back and the seven dropped passes. He didn't look horrible. Like he had some key passes dropped, and that's got to be frustrating. So like I wouldn't be surprised if he has every receiver on the jugs gun double time this week <laughs> and, and uh, making sure he was firing the ball though too. <laughs> so some of those balls were a little difficult to catch. But I, I think they get back into sync. Or at least, you know, I hope they do. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of high high stakes teams with Lamar on them. So, and most of my low stakes teams have Deshaun. So I'm really screwed this year. And and you touched on that earlier with Cleveland. You've got since or San Fran going to Cleveland right now, ten point favorites in a in a low scoring game. Deshaun Watson did not practice today. It doesn't look like he's playing. I know you're shaking your head. You you've got uh, like you said some Watson. So much. You're kind. You're kind of a, a Browns guy, no? I feel like you're, you're Chubbs. You like the Chubbs. You like the Watsons. You like. They always people. seem appealing to me. I, like, I I think everybody else underestimates them. So I'm like, oh, they're sleepers, and I'm wrong a lot about that. Um, I actually started to get off Chubb last year a little bit early, but um, yeah, I, I, you know, second round Chubb was good for me, and. <laughs> Oh, well, there that goes. And then Deshaun in the eighth round sometimes seemed super appealing. My my, my biggest bag was J.K. Dobbins, though. That, that was yeah, you, you and me both, dude. That one hurt. That, crushing. that one definitely hurt. Um, what was yeah, I... but as far as Deshaun, like, I think the shoulder's been bothering him a lot longer than he's let on. Like, don't get me wrong. He yeah. might just be frustrated, but I have a feeling Cleveland is, is like, Get well, he, has, he hasn't field. been able to get care. he hasn't been able to get a nice massage probably in a while, right? Like <laughs> really, really 
to really get to. Get I mean, to that's things. a damn good point, actually. You know, <laughs> when you're when you're used to getting rubbed, you know, right? Like, games and just gotta pay a little extra, Deshaun. You got the money. Pay pay up for that discretion. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we we go completely off the yeah, rails, this is so bad. Um. We're kind of we're kind of dancing around because I'm seeing some guys we missed even like in a previous game. We didn't talk about you said you had Darren Waller actually um, pretty high in your in your tight end rankings. You had him in your top ten, I believe, ahead of um, oh, yeah. Man, we talk about earlier um, Laporta. You had him or not Laporta? Yeah, I think I did put him. Up. The only reason I have him ahead of Laporta is because I don't think Laporta is going to. Oh, that's right. Overall, play. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, um, so what, do, what are your yeah, so what are your thoughts on Waller? What are your thoughts on, on Wandell? Do we care about Wandell Robinson at this point? Oh the way God, I love Wandell. Like this week is not – this week is probably not the week to make your bet on Wandale. Um, I can't not call him Wandale. Sorry. <laughs> I think Shelly said that once and from now on, it's Wandale. Um, <laughs> Mr. La Quinta. La Quinta. La Quinta. So, so is there anyone in this in – this, in this Giants offense, you do want uh, Waller and Barkley, I mean, maybe because you have to. Otherwise, nothing. Waller, if he like, he started being used last week, and actually, it's Tyrod Taylor probably this week too, right? True. Um, yeah, I, you know, now that I look at it, I think the reason why I have Waller ahead of Kittle and Goddard is because of Kittle playing Cleveland, Goddard playing the Jets. Yeah, I guess I, I could move Jake Ferguson up playing against the Chargers and Cole Komet playing against Minnesota. So I I probably actually will move up Ferguson and Komet. Um, But when it comes down to it, if Waller is going to get six to eight targets, you know, chances are one of them is going to be in the end zone too, or near the end zone. Um, He's just getting the usage and there's really nobody else to throw to. Like I, I, if you have Waller, who are you going to start over him? Is really what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, it's you're probably looking at guys like Dulcich, Ferguson, like those kind of guys, right? In Dulcich, Dulcich coming back from the IR, I'm not too keen on starting that like right off. The yeah, bat, yeah. no, I, I just mean those, those are the guys you're probably deciding between, like Waller right, and right, one of right, those right. guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you're yeah. right. You're that's why yeah. I'm saying you're you're probably right. You probably want to stick in Waller. The ceiling is higher, I would imagine. Yeah. It, it, it's just, yeah, there's so many fleas and so many players this week. It just seems like, you, could you be deba- debating between Waller and Schultz? Sure, but Schultz mm-hmm. plays New Orleans. Don't don't start anybody against New Orleans or yeah. any tight end against New Orleans. Yeah, um, that's the one position you can't start against them. Um, Kyle Pitts, you want to bet on him, and that's probably not a decision. In fact, you have on here Janu. Janu Smith, uh, Arthur Smith was loving his <laughs> continues his to produce, though, right? Right, you know? right. Like, but are you going to start him over Waller? Like, I can't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't tell anybody to do that. No, no. You're um, you're starting. You're starting where you're starting. Janu Smith is tight end premium. Where you were forced to go get a, a tight end off off waivers, and you happen to get Janu that week off of waivers. That's the only time you're starting him, and you're desperate, you know, to throw him in a flex or something because he he does give you a nice floor, I guess, right now with with the amount of production he's had. Consider like for a tight end, it's been pretty consistent. And if you're looking for a streamer, don't sleep on Kate Otten. Love Otten. Yeah, I like Otten a lot, especially if well, it looks like Mike Evans is going to play. Yes, so that was we can we, yeah. So he well, 
he could be at risk if he it's kind of similar to what like we talked about earlier like if he misses friday or he's very limited right. friday right. then you should be concerned um he was upgraded to a limited participant today from what i saw mike evans was yeah i was just looking at Janu. i mean man the guy's giving you like a top three <laughs> he's giving you a top three uh finish against jacksonville in week four He's been, he was top 12 last week against Houston. Um, just keeps getting, you know, kind of better and better uh, every, like the last three weeks he's been legit as a, as a starter, you know? So if you're, you're putting him in your flex, pretty decent. Yeah. And so, you know what, like Janu is the actual tight end where Pitts is the slot there's, receiver. It's kind of like the Kincaid, or, or wide it's like the Kincaid really. Knox situation, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Just that they, exactly. they seem to be using John exactly. <laughs> a bit more. Well, and, that's Arthur Smith likes using his actual tight end. Um, and I think actually, that's where him and Pitts kind of didn't click, right? Like Pitts doesn't block in line or, you know, hasn't really in the NFL anyway. Um, we talked so about yeah. low scoring uh, San Fran going to Cleveland. Other side of that is uh, Carolina going to Miami. You got a 47 and a half over under Miami favored right now by 13 and a half. Um, Miles Sanders, I can't remember if you're a Miles Sanders guy. I'm, I'm not a big Miles Sanders guy. I don't have a lot of shares. I didn't think he works. I thought we had this conversation during a ball in uh, this offseason. Any thoughts on um, that backfield? Do you think uh, uh, Ch- Chuba can come in and, and produce decent flex production right now or, or like a desperate RB2? Not this week. Um not necessarily against San Francisco. Or no, sorry, Miami. Miami. Um, hold on. I've been on Hubbard since the beginning. Like I probably have 15 to 20% Hubbard in my best balls. Um, yeah. And I probably have like 2% Sanders just by accident timeouts. Um, or he was slipping too far. Um, yeah, so I've, I've liked Hubbard. I think he's should be the starter and should be looked at as the primary back going forward um more like a 60 40 or 55 45 split but um yeah i think hubbard is actually the better back um but i'm not too keen on him this week yeah san san fran number two against uh rushing yards per game and number nine uh against rushing yard per attempt well he's playing miami oh man why am i saying san fran there because you go. we just talked about that. I mixed it yeah, up. Yeah, no, too. that's, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, they're back. playing Miami, but I, I, I forget. And it, Sanders is probably he's so Miami's eighteenth, eighteenth against uh, yeah, rushing. Yeah, they're average. Yeah, I just don't see, and they're in Miami. Oh, in Miami plays that. Uh, so they have their stadium set up so that the away team is in the blazing heat in the sun. <laughs> all game long and they are actually in the shade that's that's some craft that's some craft i mean that was strategy perfect right design it's ridiculous yeah. too and watching the game you're just looking at these guys on the other <laughs> sideline just sweating that's and awesome. the miami guys just chilling they're all that's right awesome. um so yeah they always have a very distinct home field advantage so i kind of probably factored that in and i i guess yeah i'm gonna move I'm going to move Chuba, uh, Chuba up to running back 32 right behind somebody we're probably going to talk about in a little bit. Okay. Um, actually, where is Say it. Say he's it pretty far want. down. Um, I like to call him Ferrari DiMocardo. <laughs> you no. think he's a dude? You think he's the guy that you, you I, had to get up? 
so him and Keontae actually look on paper look pretty similar. Keontae's um, a little iffy though, no? Or is he right? Right. He's coming off a neck injury. He's been out for for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. So Demacardo is probably going to get at least half of the touches, um, if not quite a bit more. And he fits that perfect like out of absolutely nowhere profile, right? Like he's the guy that nobody drafted so he's yeah. gonna he could have a couple good games you know I, I i'm not predicting he will but like i have him at rb31 this week crazy demarcado and ingram right now plus 190 I, I thought it'd be more like anytime touchdown right now on uh DraftKings. Hmm. yeah uh yo you know what you have to also factor in is that uh rondell is gonna get running back touches they have been using him kind of as gadget in the backfield. I yep. wouldn't be surprised if they start using him, you know, six, seven, eight carries a game, um, just enough to cut into that upside. And I wouldn't be surprised if they use him in the red zone too. Then you've got Hollywood Brown returning uh, to practice. Uh, he was a little ill returning from illness, so he's going to be a full go. Yeah. He's been surprising to me this year. I, I know he was a lot of people's sleeper, and uh, I just didn't quite see it. Just well, who who would have thought? Uh, I can't even think of the quarterback's Dobbs. name. Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm thinking Dobbs, but then I'm like, then I started thinking the Green Bay receiver. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. What the hell? Like this year's Geno Smith, or like yeah, that was surprising. Um, yeah, those are good. He, those are good surprises. Arizona look good. Well, they're good surprises because it's kind of an offense you, you think at one point that might just be dead fantasy-wise, and all of a sudden right. now they've got life, right? Right. Now they're like, well, they probably should be excited to hopefully get Kyler back, and let's see what he can do and go for it. Yeah, I guess, you know, the thought of tanking, there's two, seems like two really great quarterbacks coming in the draft. So, you know. As an organization or a fan base, you might want them to tank, but like NFL players don't play that way. So Kyler's Kyler's going to want to come back to save his job, and you know they look decent enough that we might actually see it. One team that is not necessarily been a pleasant surprise is the Patriots. Um, they're at Vegas right now. They're Vegas favored by three, which you're looking, you know, home field advantage is usually a one and a half to two. Um, so there it's, it's kind of a picking, pick him with a slight lean on the Raiders. The over-under is 41. Jacoby Myers limited in practice. Devontae Adams did not practice Wednesday. Um, what are your thoughts? This game, nothing exciting, but we still have guys here that, uh, we have to decide, you know, are we starting, not starting any, any further details on the receivers in, in Vegas? Um, if, if Jacoby Myers plays, I start up. Yeah. Like, like I, I think I, he's that good. He had those couple, those of, couple years of years where he only scored one touchdown or something, but the, the, the regression is hit. He's talented, athletic. I'm a Myers guy. And you're, um, you're and basically was, looking. You're basically looking for him, Kev, to have a full practice tomorrow. Is is what you're hoping? It looked like he had one today. Did he have one today? So okay. Yeah. The last that's update I, I saw Wednesday. Okay, that's good to hear. Good. Yeah. And the uh, Adams was limited today too, so he did practice some. So they're probably just holding him back. I would imagine it's a shoulder. Could be. It, should it, be able to suit up. It says uh, according to NBC here, 
NBC Sports. Are they are they looking to trade him? I haven't seen that. I mean, I just I haven't seen that, but I've seen Judy to the Colts though. Does that make a lot of sense? Yeah. And it, and it's like I didn't even realize that the Colts had they they they've inquired about Judy uh, in the past, so it's kind of making more and more sense. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, like I just do they need him? Like, does he really make their team a whole lot better? Well, they've got Downs, who recently has been showing life. Uh, they've got Alec Pierce, uh, Pittman, who's basically unused so far. Like, I like Pierce a lot. Like, but it's it's probably him. just a matter of surrounding your rookie stud quarterback that you took in the top four picks with as many weapons as possible. You know, Anthony. Yeah, I get that. Anthony's back. Uh, shout out to Anthony in the chat. He joined us earlier when I was on with the Snowman. He figured Judy was going to Carolina. That's the other rumor we we heard uh, earlier. Actually, during our show, the guys were were in the chat giving us the news. That would make sense to me, actually. Right? Yeah, that would yeah. make a lot of sense. I think that makes more sense to me than the Colts. Yeah. Especially, yeah. 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 All right. But the NFL doesn't make a whole lot of sense sometimes. No, yeah, never. But... If, if they did, it wouldn't be as fun, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so... good point. Snowman, speaking of Carolina, Snowman talked about Jeff Wilson. I know um, he's a guy I was trying to pick up the last couple of weeks off waivers, just hoping he's back sooner rather than later. Of course, uh, Achan, pretty sure that's what Snowman said. That's how you oh, say yeah, his that's name. Right. Achan. Achan. We just call him Achan. Achan. That's not, don't, don't confuse me, man. Don't, I'm French, dude. I'm, I'm already confused. I'm already confused. I'm you, that's name, my you know? point. You can get away with these French pronunciations anytime you want. <laughs> Like just let it roll. The best is when we have Cody on, and I. It's like so hard yeah. for me to say his name with like the English ending. No, you know? don't, don't, don't. I, I know, dare, but it, man. Feels, it feels weird when he Canadian rights, dude. <laughs> I don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Carolina, Miami. You're looking at a 13 and a half spread, 47 and a half here. So another touchdown um game i mean carolina bottom in the league and and you know miami's at the top so is that is this a clear black and white type of game or do we see a little life from carolina um what do you think no i uh this is my bold call like i currently and i might back off of this a little bit in the rankings but i currently have uh mostert as my rb1 nice i don't hate that i think miami absolutely like, like our Mostert uh, and Jacoby Myers, the two ugliest guys to put in your starting lineup, but still feel comfortable with it. Like those guys are just I mean, not sexy, but call man. me Mr. Ugly. Cause right. actually I don't have much Mostert. I drafted a ton of Jeff Wilson just cause he was going super late. I'm cheap. Like I, 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 I buy <laughs> the cheap guys. I just, I am. Um, so I have a bunch of just Jeff Wilson in best ball and I, I don't have much Mostert just because I'm always about, oh, he always gets hurt. Like, and he like, literally always does. But as long as he's healthy and running good and he's going to get the vast majority of the touches, I think, I think they're going to work Jeff Wilson in. I could see Jeff Wilson getting 10 to 12 touches even, but I don't think that's going to stop Miami from running the ball 30, 35 times. Like, they're just going to run it down their throat um, because that's a Carolina's, I think, second worst against uh, running backs. Um, yeah, so I I think Wilson will probably get his. Um, I wouldn't start him unless you're just absolutely desperate. Um, I would. I think I have Wilson somewhere ranked somewhere 38, um, RB 38, and I could see myself moving him up, but I I don't think he's. 
I would debate. I mean, he we could saw score a touchdown. We, there, we there's saw touchdown potential there. We That's saw a Chan and and uh, Mostert both go go off in in a couple games together. So you could yeah. make the case that it's very possible. You know. Yeah, I'm moving them up. There we go. All right. Good job. Good job, chat. We we can <laughs> have to move some guys. Uh, I mean, it's uh, not that hard. It's ranking. It's but that, that's kind of why we want to do this. Flux. It's oh, kind of yeah. why we like doing this, right? And I know you've even come in. You've been on um, in the chat with some of these shows just because it's even like getting info from the chat. Everybody's just trying to help each other, right? It's we want to get the lineups right. We want to get um, put our money on the right props. And uh, all this is important. So, yeah, J- Jeff Wilson should be back, according to Miami OC Frank Smith, as uh, the snowman uh, just mentioned. And, and he said, Jeff Wilson has said, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit the ground running. So yeah, maybe he will get more touches. But that, mean, that means I got to back up Mostert a little bit. I don't want to do that, though. <laughs> I don't think yeah. anybody else has Mostert in, like, their top five. No, I, I like that. Know, I like, I like the bold like, calls. I love like, the bold calls like that. That's great. And I, Don't back up. Yeah, you're probably right. No backing off, man. All right, you gotta no be, backing off. You gotta, you gotta go all in. Um, let's go to Chicago. Chicago coming off of a, their first big game of the season. Minnesota, it looks like the sink is shipping. The sh- the sink is shipping. Wow. Yeah, the ship no, is that's perfectly put. Actually, that's, that's, that's <laughs> nailed really it. That's um, really, yeah. But yeah, like JJ's hurt. You know, now you're hearing that they're just gonna tear it apart. Trades, this, that, cousins. You know. So right now, is this like overreaction right now with Minnesota uh, getting three points going to Chicago? Um, I feel like that's still that's still not a lot of points. Like I feel I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this on this line? And then I, I want to hear and then I want to hear your thoughts on the Chicago backfield. It's so the line like I I would <clears throat> it's very difficult to get the words out, but I would take the Chicago side of that. I, you I just would, don't eh? see. Yeah. I, 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 Minnesota without JJ is is what like they're not good. They have been good with them. Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Chicago, Chicago is yeah. pretty weak against the run, but like, this could be an Acres week actually. Um, hmm. Just I've never been an Alexander Madison fan. But, Me neither. <clears throat> Me neither. Yeah, I just don't see them. If Chicago is going to play like they did last week. Minnesota's now got to beat them, and Chicago at home. Yeah, I, I think I like the Chicago side of that. And nah, Chicago, uh, Minnesota against the run are very similar, um, like yards per game, right, right, rushing that kind of thing. So it is now Roshan's season, but I think the season starts next week because I don't think he's playing this week, or if he does, he's it's pretty banged up. Or Foreman this week, no? Yeah, Foreman. I. Like I have Foreman ranked as the RB twenty five. He's coming off injury too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or is he being a healthy scratch? One for of which he Foreman? hasn't played all season. Foreman. Yeah. No, he's he's coming off of injury, I believe. Let me confirm that. Yes, he is. He was at, well he- inactive Thursday against Washington. Inactive fourth game row. It doesn't say injury. He's just he's been act inactive since week one. Um, okay. I, I, I assume there was some injury or he was banged up there for a little bit, but, um, and they had, uh, they had another running back that plays special teams a whole lot. And, and that's why Foreman really wasn't rostered. Um, he should be able to hit the ground running. I just don't know. 
I don't necessarily see them using him to score, right? They're going to use fields. They're going to use commit that they're going to run some trick plays somewhere, maybe squeeze DJ a touchdown. Um, I just don't see Foreman being a, a focal point. Yeah, I know Chicago historically likes to run the ball, but I think they're letting Fields kind of take over. And uh, I think I think he'll do fine. I think he's startable. I just wouldn't, you know, start him over any of your regulars. No. Um, yeah, I think Johnson not around. Foreman probably heavily involved. Johnson's around probably more of a, like, have, you know, hot hand type of type of play. Yeah. Um, but but Foreman's more than more than capable, right? We saw him almost put yeah. up, you know, under a thousand yards last year. Um, right, so. right. No, I like he's RB twenty five. So while he's not like a must start, he's definitely startable. Yeah, he's a guy we were targeting quite a bit off the waivers this week, uh, just to kind of plug in some of those holes. Especially if you yeah, have, uh, he's the perfect you, plug in. Especially if you had Roshan, or if you have Roshan, he's right. and, and right. you you know you were kind of looking to play him right. now as your your chance to go get Foreman and then you've got both. You can kind of lock up that backfield because, you know, the Chicago offense, I mean. Kevin. He'll score just enough points that you won't miss your starter. There you go. That's there's We got to put that on a bumper sticker or something. Whoa. <laughs> Once in a while, I nail it, right? That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. Um, I think that's it from my list, like injury-wise. I know um, – like we didn't really talk the Seattle side of the ball. Metcalf uh, said he's been playing through like rib injury, but it looks like he should be there. Lockett's uh, should be there. No issues on the Seattle side of the ball. Uh, any games that we did not touch tonight? And chat if you guys have questions, start sits, anything like that, just drop them in there. I'm trying this to see injury what... is really holding Metcalf back. I want him to sit just so we can see JSN like step up. But wasn't isn't JSN hurt too though? Yeah, you might be right. I think I could have swore that. he was hurt. He's so deep in my rankings now. Uh, there's nothing that says anything. He doesn't have a tag next to him. Oh, okay. Um, he holds yeah, okay. six targets for five yards in their win over the Giants. Um, sorry, just reading the blurb. Yeah, I would like to see more JSN, but I, I just don't. That it's not in Seattle scheme, and I'd like. I really need them to start using um, Charbonnet. Yeah, so do I. Trust me. I, I, a lot of uh, Achen and Charbonnet on the same rosters for me, especially in best ball. Any, any tidbits that we haven't hit on or that you wanted to talk about? Um, I think we uh, hit most. Sure. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Start Isaiah Pacheco tonight. Well, um, that's a great call. Yeah, we <clears> talked <throat> about that earlier for sure. The, Bron- the Broncos have led up four straight RB1s or something like that. At 22, or 22 fantasy points in each of the last four games. Um, the Broncos yeah, his his and I think his uh we were looking Tomorrow. at it earlier, his rushing yards were not it was uh 76 and a half. I think it actually went up. I think it was 74, 75 and a half. So 76 and a half um for Pacheco. Yeah, I mean he hasn't done a ton this season. Uh he actually he cooked the Jets a bit, but um yeah, the matchup is just against that Denver is just a sieve at on, well, and De- yeah, Denver's horrible, right? They're last like no, against they're uh, so bad like, against the run. So I'm just trying to see, and that's kind of funny. Like I thought Denver's defense was good. Uh, yeah, Pacheco's. I mean, Pacheco's given you like top twelve, top fifteen, top fourteen. Right, he uh, hasn't been bad. Top six. He's, yeah, he, I mean, he's been what you yeah. would expect. If you yeah. expect anything else, I think from him was maybe uh, right, right. 
This should be a good game for him, though. Uh, uh, where do I have him? I have him RB10. Yeah, that's what uh, Snowman pulled out today. He's averaging 80 yards uh, rushing and has scored a TD in three straight. Yeah, he should do at least that. <laughs> there you go. Double that. And, and Taylor Swift is there. So, you know, that's that just boosts everything in Casey. That actually is a knock on him because they might try Kelsey. to feed Kelsey. Force Kelsey. Yeah. Like they're going to force him at least one. I think Kelsey Kelsey hasn't had a big game yet. So, like, but there's also there, there's also the Swifty factor in the sense that the more she's on the screen, the more the Swifties like it. So if Casey just scoring, they always go to her in the box, jumping up and down. So I mean, it's whoever you know, any touchdown. They had a there's a meme right. actually of her, like <laughs> cheering, you know, for Pacheco touchdown. Like she even knows who Pacheco is, you know. But you know, she's there to cheer for Casey. It's yeah. all good, man. Yeah, she's there to have a good time, hang out Kelsey's, with mom. Kelsey's still out there blocking. You know, he's he's doing something. <laughs> All right, um, Kev, I think I think we covered most of it. Uh, it is quarter two ish, and we like to give the peeps a good fifteen twenty. You know, to go back to their lineups if they need to before uh, the game, and you know, some people on the screen might also need to brush through their lineups really quickly uh, before the game. But guys, we appreciate you guys hanging out. Make sure you check us out every Thursday at noon. We'll focus on the Thursday night game. And then on at 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, we'll be checking out the rest of the game slate. Kev, you got something? Yeah, hit me up in the 3013 Discord. I'm on there Sunday mornings. I'll probably go on there right after this. Um, it's hot. Like there's all kinds of people giving advice, asking questions, discussing this. And how that. do people? Uh, how do people become a part of that? Uh, and then um, while you're at just it, go to. Find all your goodness. Just go to any of uh, Larky's articles or anything in the any article in the fantasy football section of the 3013.com and the Discord link will be in there. So just click on that Discord link that's in any of the articles um, in the fantasy section there. Awesome. Dude, this has been a blast. Guys, good luck this week, week six. You know, it might be a deciding week if you're a reno mode or contender, non contender. But uh, season's been fun so far. A lot of twists and turns, you know, unexpected, uh, you know, dodging and, and, and ducking. But that, that's part of the game, and that's what makes the game fun. So enjoy it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the game tonight for sure. Make sure your lineups are set properly and get those Ws this week. Kev, we appreciate you. Make sure you check Kev at FF underscore Wheeler. Go check him out at the 33rd team. I'm JD at JD Go District, and we'll check you all. You know the Pope listens Dynasty our religion For the blokes missing On all of these trades On all of these plays On all of these grades By the end of the day Y'all getting played So what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex Send the homie a text That trash off is the best You try to make it complex Then they text you back Now all of a sudden They don't make any sense <laughs> Broaden your horizons boy Dynasty's not for the Simons boy Trade's not for consignment, boy Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy This my advice from me to you Open up your cute little podcast queue Search up G-O-A-T district, my dude Pop it in your ear, man, y'all know what to do It's the... And I always be traded And I always be traded And I always be traded Y'all try to betray them But first you gotta bait them Fish